welcome to Hummer Call of Fame. Oh, we were recording all that. Yeah. Well, sorry. we started at some point. All right, sorry. Let's try it again. Okay. With the With the what? Just say welcome again, because I got weird and said, were we recording the whole time? Leave this in. <laughs> Leave it in. That make me weird. <laughs> welcome to Hallmark Hall of Shame. <laughs> you wanted this. <laughs> You're the captain. So angry. <laughs> Lead us through it. Um, but I'm not angry about the movie. I actually had a delightful time with this. Boy, did we have a delightful time. Um, and not just you and I, we have a third person here. Who's also delighted. Tom. Hello. Who Hi, are Tom. you? Uh, I'm Tom Bookovac. <laughs> How'd you get into my apartment? <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. You wanted in right as the movie was started. <laughs> like, sit down, take notes. I had a burrito. It was three out of five stars without the salsa. And then when I added the salsa... Bumped it up to four out of five. I'm right. I'm so glad we got that review. Right. Yep. As so, promised. Um, and Tom, this was your first Hallmark movie. First Hallmark movie ever. Ever. Yeah. But you do listen to a lot of podcasts where people watch things and then talk I about them. I love podcasts where people watch things and talk about them. I also love podcasts where people watch things that they don't want to watch and then discuss them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did that happen for you? I know. Well, I mean, <laughs> Not are you saying? I wanted to be here for sure, but. I'm not going to dig myself into a hole. I'm going to go back to Okay. But if you hadn't been here, you probably wouldn't have watched a Hallmark movie. Probably not. Even Ever though I am life. from Kansas City, where mm-hmm. Hallmark is headquartered. Fun yeah. fact. Guys, I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew that. They have, my mom has toured their headquarters at least a few times. Oh my gosh. And they have a floor, a floor of the building that is called the, I I could be wrong, but I think it's called the jungle room. And and so it is like an area with like Like, an open. I think you're talking about Graceland. No, I'm not. (laughs) I was was about to say, I was like, not to be confused with Graceland. Uh, I could be wrong. It it might not be called the Jungle Room, but it is like an open office area that is just like full of tropical plants and it's like a rainforest. And so the, the designers trade off between a traditional office and the rainforest office like throughout the year. That's what I've heard. The writers? Why? Or like the creative people at Hallmark. Is it to get them like in a festive mood if they have to write like summer cards? (laughs) It might be just to sweat it out. Because in my mind, like a jungle, you know, a lot of jungle plants. Tell you what, I'm going to be in Kansas City in February. I have to be there, Janet. (laughs) We have to tour this building. (laughs) Or tell me about it at a rainforest cafe I'll downtown. Definitely <laughs> FaceTime you when I'm there. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a you're not invited, Elena. <laughs> Hard pass on you coming with. We heard it. <laughs> I'm visiting people it's you fine. don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, I have always wondered why, because when you. I often take the train to Kansas City, and in their, like, Union Station, there's a big Hallmark store. Yeah. And I was always like, why is there a Hallmark store in this train station? And then I realized Hallmark it's because Kansas is City is there. a Hallmark town. AMC oh. Theaters is headquartered there. Oh. Applebee's. Wow. I thought you were going to say Apple. And I was like, 
I beg to differ, <laughs> sir. Apples. Apple computers? Right. Ever heard of oh, I, thought you, I thought you were making a joke of, like, just apples. Like, the fruit apple is no, headquartered No, there's a computer in, yeah. company no. called Apple. Yeah. For our listeners at home. <laughs> <laughs> JK, uh, hey, Elena, the 21st century is gone. <laughs> Oh, call back to the movie that okay. you guys didn't see. Oh, boy. We yeah. watched a movie called One Winter Proposal. Sure did. It's a sequel to One Winter Weekend, which we watched and podcasted about last winter. Mm-hmm. You want to give us a recap on that? On the first one? Just, yeah. Okay. Just real oh, okay. nutshell it. Just, like, real nutshelled. We've got a writer who gets broken up with. Why? Because we're all, this is already not a nutshell. <laughs> okay, okay. Nutshell, nutshell. Two ladies and two dudes who are. Let me try again. Two ladies go away for the weekend as pals and end up in a winter chalet with two dude pals who are booked in the same chalet. And then double date all weekend. Yep. Which I, wine charms. Which I believe Lots I haven't seen charms. this movie, but I'm almost positive that is the exact same plot of like an old movie, like a black and white movie, like some famous movie where it's like <laughs> two people book the same hotel room by accident and then they like fall in love. I'm pretty sure that's a movie. Oh. It sounds like it could be. Is is it White Christmas? Or are they all in the same train compartment accidentally? Oh. Or is that <laughs> I just well, watched he, it. Alright, he gives away not... the tickets. Yeah, it's all And then planned. he tries yeah. to like, yeah, pretend yeah, yeah, like yeah. he didn't give away the tickets. Remember yeah. in that movie when you see Bing Crosby's underwear? Yes. <laughs> I do. Because when you watch it on the big screen at the music box here in Chicago, the entire audience goes. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite parts of, of the experience. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So this was the sequel to that movie. Uh, so of the two couples that formed in One Winter Weekend, one is still going strong. Kara and Ben. Kara and Ben, the white couple. Ooh. <laughs> weird. I didn't know we were going to point that out. <laughs> Um, and then (laughs) the other couple (laughs) dated for a while and then broke up. Uh, yeah, it sounds like they didn't really ever connect once they got back. Yeah, it was like a lot of missed emails. Did they ever date or did they just immediately? I don't know. They definitely didn't kiss. That's for sure. Yeah, and they were, they were like all over each other at the, at the first one, not all over each other, but like super into each other. Yeah. And they were like, we gotta get the other two together. And then, in this one, to have them, like, we didn't even call each other? Like, that's a weird yeah. camp romance gone wrong. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, question. Are all of these Hallmark movies, like, people fall in love through hugging, basically? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, okay. there's usually mm-hmm. only one kiss. Yeah. There was only one in this. Even... Yeah, even this couple. Oh, I love through hugging. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it appears to be. It appears to be falling in love through hugging and through surface level conversation that you might have with your doctor. 
Yeah. That's very <laughs> well, this is the thing that I, w- one thing that bothered me about that is when, so, oh, who is it? Sean and Megan, who are the ones, the, (laughs) 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 the fun couple. (laughs) John Mulaney has this bit about family feud where he's like, there's always one white family and one fun family. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, Megan and Sean who were the ones who, like, connected last year, and then... They were fun. Yeah, they were fun. <laughs> but when they, like, see each other again... They're still the fun couple, easily. <laughs> and then throughout this weekend, they are again hanging out and spending tons of time together. And then they have these conversations where they're like, but what is this? Like, this thing that's happening, like, what does it mean? It's like, it's so weird to be having that conversation when you have only glanced at each other. Like, right. long, smiley glances, yeah. but you have not, they haven't earned a DTR. Because what's, a, what's a DTR? Define the relationship. Oh, okay. Talk. My bad. <laughs> you, you Jenna <laughs> just gave me a look like, how dare you interrupt me no, for, 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 for correction, for like clarification of an acronym. Constant, constant. <laughs> Don't read into that one. Um, That's her factory but setting. It, it's... <laughs> I'm just a mad robot. Don't worry about it. No, I meant like we all have a thinking face. Like I have a factory. We got in the factory. Um, Also, Janet is a robot on The Good Place. I think it works on multiple levels. Yeah, yeah. That's Um, Jeff's joke. (laughs) Sorry. So you would only have that talk where you're like, is this, should we continue this? Like, if you, if something has happened between you. Yeah. Correct. Something over-hugging and missed yeah, text messages. Yeah, besides just being yeah. like, we're great mm-hmm. at trivia together. So, can we jump? I don't know. I might ask a guy what's going on if we were great at trivia. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we, we jump, jump to, like, the opening um, of this movie? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Tom has... So, so this copious movie. Notes okay. I was. I took I sat notes. next to Tom and I just really got well, wanting to get my eyes on that. <laughs> so, so, um, so this movie opens with a skyline of Seattle, clearly mm-hmm. shot on location. Uh, I'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, but it is snowing in Seattle, mm-hmm. which never happens. It's very and when weird. it does happen. It is chaos in Seattle. People are like, they cannot drive. They're freaking out. But in this movie, it is like a winter wonderland in Seattle. It's true. It's a winter fest. Which, to me, begs the question of why set it in Seattle? Like, why does it need to be set in Seattle? I mean, I don't know. Seattle's not known for snowboarding companies. Is it known for... Riders? Yeah. (laughs) Huh? We have skiing in the Pacific Northwest. Are you from the Pacific Northwest? I'm from Oregon. Oh, okay. <clears throat> also, did anybody catch the part? To, so in the beginning of the movie, right, we see, like, the writer and um, uh, Kara, right? Yeah, Kara. And then uh, Ben are, like, talking about her book that's about to be published. And then we cut over to Megan, who's, like, at the ad agency. Ad agency? Magazine, magazine, magazine. company? 
magazine company, dying inter- industry. Not sure. Um, yeah, but she's at the top of her. She's day. at the top of that <laughs> that collapsing right. industry. Right. And uh, but there's. Did you guys catch the moment where like they're walking down the hallway and she's like on the phone. She's like directing people to do things, and then she's like, "We got this," and she looks directly into the camera while she's walking down the hall. No. It just got me. It was like, it just took me off guard. Like, she is looking like into she, my soul. Oh, man. Like, yeah. And she had a plan. <laughs> I love that opening of Megan because she was, like, making things happen. Yeah. And yeah. it is, you don't know this, Tom, but it's very rare to see a competent person <coughs> at their job mm-hmm. in a home. Oh, yeah. okay. It's usually like they're terrible if they do. Yeah, and it's usually a lot of people talking, like saying that somebody is great at their job, mm-hmm. but then it not seeming that way. So it was great that it, like you got the impression that she was good at her job instead of just people being like, mm. "You're the best." When all she does right. is like refill the printer or something. Right. <laughs> she refilled the printer, and we're going to decide who the new VP is <laughs> yeah. at the Christmas party. And one of my it's in between you two, <laughs> like <laughs> one of my pet peeves is like one of those walk and talks where the object is for you to realize that somebody's good at their job, but the, all the orders they're barking just don't make any sense. Gilmore Girls was particularly bad at this, and I it's still in the but anyway, so this was a good one, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he does run out of ink while he's taking down her her bullet points. Yeah. They, they never go back to, like, fill in the bullet points. Like, the checklist. Yeah, he's like, don't you think your list is too long if my pen runs out of ink or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I run out yeah. of ink halfway through, and it's like, well, then he's missing half the list. She's gonna be pissed. <laughs> but she won't be. Because she, she is only happy. Takes everything on herself. So yeah. with that office, I'm pretty sure that they shot that in a real office, and here's why. <laughs> because Tom sleuthing, y'all. We are. My job <laughs> is to design corporate AV systems. Oh okay. wow! And every time when they cut back to the conference room, it was a different AV system on the wall. So the first, the first time. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure in that first scene, I would have to rewind and check, but I think those are two 70-inch Microsoft Surface hubs, okay. way too expensive for a movie or to ever buy and use. Those sure. are extremely expensive. I'm talking like, you know, I'd have to Google it, but I think like $18,000 or something like that. So then in the next scene, <laughs> okay. also, but oh, I'll, I'll get to this thing. Then, then the next time they cut back there, um, it's two different monitors. I'm not sure of the make and model of those two. Um, but they were different because they didn't have the sound bars on the left and right side of the display. And then the third time when they cut back, they had a PTZ camera mounted on the wall in between the two uh, TVs. So that makes me think that they did this in an actual office. I thought that too. It felt like it was a working space. Yeah. And then on top of that, I also just, you know, if if they thought about this, tip of the hat, because... The only place where Microsoft Surface Hub is appropriate is like a design firm or a magazine firm or things like that. Oh, All right. so they were in the right type of office. <laughs> My hope is that there is one listener listening right now that's like, he's absolutely right. <laughs> I am. So Microsoft nerd. Um, I don't even remember them being in the office that many times. This they cut back three times. They cut back for those phone calls with Syndra. But it, I thought yeah. she was just in 
her office. It looks it like the same office, room? but it's different every time. It's Whoa. still the two displays on the wall, but they're different displays. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, those photos looked good on those displays. <laughs> oh yeah, mocking up the travel section. You know mm-hmm. why? Because more women are looking to explore the world. Yeah. <laughs> good heavens. <laughs> Megan, who's the operations manager at a magazine, which means that she would deal with, like, subscriptions and maybe, like, business stuff. But And remember, this is a big step up from last movie where she was the assistant. Yeah. And was trying to work into that role. Yeah. And in both roles, she's taking on way too much. Yeah, she's doing editorial content. I love her so and much, and I want her to go to counseling. I just... <laughs> her job doesn't make sense. Yeah. But she walks into Sindra's office, who is presumably the senior editor, and she's like, oh, what's that? Because there were, like, pictures of uh, mountains, I think, on the wall. And she's like, we're adding a travel section to the magazine. <laughs> well, she in was, like, February. actually laying out the And it was like, yeah, this is just... Out. That's a major decision, you would think the whole staff would know if there was, like... Right. Sindra's <laughs> been keeping it a secret. <laughs> They're just going to, like, pop it out in the next issue. It's like, that's going to be a big advertising push. In, I don't know. In two weeks in the next issue. Yeah. So that, I don't know. As always. What? All the job stuff makes me mad. <laughs> all makes so little sense. <laughs> all- just ask anyone. Just ask a single person. Ask anyone on, like, like high school newspaper club. Yeah. But my friend is a researcher for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, she has a PhD in art history. Um, and so there's all this stuff where it's, like, because Maisel takes place in, I think, the 50s, maybe the 60s. Yeah. Uh, where she has to be like, okay, well, what would the inside of a butcher shop look like? Or like, what did the hotels look like? She's like, but then ultimately it doesn't matter. Like, it's just, it's just a suggestion on the show. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Amy, Sher- Amy Sherman Palladino like cares less about veracity than some showrunners. Sure. But she would never be like, oh no, it wouldn't look like that. Well then we'll change it. It's like, she's like, no, here's what it like- would accurately look like. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. So it's possible that Hallmark just doesn't care. That none of the jobs make sense. Yeah. Yeah. That they're getting everything wrong. One thing I noticed, which I'm sure you guys have noticed, is just from the commercials that we were fast forwarding through, is like, Hallmark must be making, must be doing really well with these movies. Because it was like, it appeared to be that like all the commercials for the Hallmark channel were just like, here are more of these movies that are like (laughs) with the same actors and actresses. Uh They put out 32 original films this Christmas alone. (laughs) Wait, just just Christmas? Christmas? Just Christmas. Is this one of those Christmas ones? No, No, this is Winter. This is Winter. Oh, because it's New Year's. It was New Year's. Yeah, so after Countdown to Christmas is Winter. Gotcha. And then we start countdown to Valentine's Day. And then is it? Then spring and then fling. spring blossoms. Spring blossoms, and then summer. Summer fast. Shandy. Summer shandy. <laughs> yes. Summer shandy. Summer shandy. <laughs> <Followed by laughs> harvest. Ooh, harvest. And then, sounds fun. 
immediately back into countdown to Christmas. <laughs> right yeah. after Halloween. In early November. Yeah. Yeah. So they're on like a target schedule. Yeah, it's like a liturgical yeah. schedule. It's liturgical. <laughs> <laughs> the seasons and minor holidays. Um, yeah. So the, oh, yeah. But so that's why she said when she's like, we're going to add a travel section to the magazine. She goes, because more women are looking to explore the world. <laughs> As if like, it was a brand new thought. Just a new women traveling is like this new thing in yeah. 2018. Like rosé like, and jumpsuits. Yes. And also, they're drawing um, eyeliner up the backs of their legs to pretend there are seams in their pantyhose. <laughs> what? Is that from another? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that feels like a dated thing. Wait, wait. wait, is that a thing that people used to do? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, like back during World War II when nylon was rationed. Yeah. They couldn't wear pantyhose, so they just draw a line of eyeliner up the back of their legs so it looks like they're wearing pantyhose. Really? Because there used to be seams on the backs of their Oh. I feel like that was going to go over better than it did. No. I mean, I learned something. I, mean, like I, this I thought it was a great history lesson slash joke. Thank you. I mean, that's where I really try and land. <laughs> so. <laughs> to understand this joke, let me, let's talk about World War II. <laughs> I really thought that was common knowledge. I really I mean, thought that I, was common knowledge. No, I know about it. <laughs> but, like, okay, I don't. You don't think most people do? No, I think probably... I think people do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Oh, man. So, okay. So... Wow. By the time we get to the New Year's party, we've met all four of our main characters, right? Mm-hmm. And so Kara is about to publish a book and is very excited to find out about this review that yes. Megan's company is publishing. Mm-hmm. Megan is potentially getting a new job. Or promoted or something. Uh, yeah. Sean, who we meet at the Christmas par- or at the New Year's party, has quit his job as a surgeon and oh, is yeah. has gotten a new job, which has not been revealed yet. One it, of many it twists. Focuses on movie. patient care. Yeah, focuses on patient yeah. care. Was a big WTF for me. I was like, you're a <laughs> surgeon who's leaving surgery to hang out with patients. Yeah. Um, <laughs> season three, Noah Wiley, ER. Tell he me more. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Did he draw lines up in the back of his legs? Lines with the <laughs> he quit his surgery fellowship to be an ER doctor. Mm. It was a big deal. Yeah. Mm. But he quit his fellowship. Yeah. But it, it this was. This is a full blown surgeon. He's done all yeah. that. He puts people back together, which I think they've said like six times. <laughs> yeah. Like, easy for you to say as someone that puts people mm-hmm. back together. <laughs> yeah, make it sound like people are just coming in like scarecrows. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a hefty so bag of like, parts. What kind of what kind what of it, terrible? Where thing? does this part go? <laughs> yeah, we yeah. got one wire left over that we didn't put yeah. anywhere. Yeah, what kind of terrible <laughs> things are happening Had in six Seattle? Six bolts left to where I mean. it's like <laughs> we've got a guy in twenty pieces. Put it back together. <laughs> First name, my last name, Dumpty. First name, Humpty. (laughs) 
man. It's another history check. <laughs> yeah. Paging all the king's horses. All the king's horses. <laughs> all the king's horses to the uh... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Why is that funny? I love it. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, we've man. covered ten minutes of this movie. Yeah. And then, well, but Chops. then... Ben, though. So, let's talk about Ben's... I want to go back in time and talk about her New Year's Eve dresses. Let's do oh it. Oh, my gosh. Because there's this whole, like, trying on dresses for New Year's Eve that goes on forever. And she, there are a lot of dresses that are out. And she's wearing the perfect dress for New Year's Eve. It is all sequins, long sleeves, short, adorable, bodycon. And then the friend picks out a different one. And I don't know why she changed it. Yeah. I'm still sad about it. Over Overall, though, I... Felt the fashion was great in this. What do you guys think? I love, it. I love that you just threw that out there so I, did, I was like, I was like, this looks like, a, you know, like a, an Eddie Bauer or L.L. Yeah. Bean catalog. It's been used to I wasn't mad about this. it, except yeah. for that dress for New Year's Eve. She was already in the perfect one. <laughs> Why are you not looking at me? Because you haven't weighed in. Because you <laughs> are the... You definitely will. <laughs> um, Yeah. Great coats. She starts the movie in like a blush, uh, not duster, but a wool top coat. Amazing. When they first get to the chalet, three of them are in quilted outerwear. There was so much quilted down outerwear. I was like, did they go to like a clearance rack? But like, (laughs) and Megan had two different quilted coats because she had like a longer uh, gold quilted coat that she was wearing when they first arrived and then later Mm -hmm. she was wearing a pink quilted vest. Yeah. I did notice that the size of their suitcases did not seem to be big enough for the amount of like thick fabric (laughs) that their clothes were made of. ski clothes. The amount of of outfit changes was high. Their ski clothes were very thin. Some of their jackets seemed very mm. not like full on. It's that high tech. But it's that hanging yeah. around clothes that were really yeah. thick. That they were yeah. Hanging. Yeah. <laughs> very huge. Hanging around in the chalet. <laughs> I actually thought there were a lot of repeated outfits and I, I liked it. It made it seem like, yeah, this is people who mm. packed for a weekend. Also, it might. So we think it took place Thursday to Monday. Yeah. We did. Figure that at one point. And, like... It's a nice trip. Kara is frequently wearing, like, the same zip-up sort of, like... It's not a sweatshirt. It's, like, a... It's athleisure. Yeah, it's, like, that, that like, wicking yeah. material. And she was wearing it, like, four times. And I was like, I like it. Mm-hmm. This, they packed for a weekend. I think... And Megan mm-hmm. had an amazing scarf on. Amazing. Mm-hmm. For about the last 30 minutes. The blue film. one? The blue and yeah. pink... Yeah. Sort of like variegated and she had it wrapped real nice. You don't remember this? She looked I, I don't remember. I remember her scarves earlier in the movie being a little mm-hmm. wacky. She showed up to the chalet in like a cable turtleneck Good. with heathered yarn. Looked amazing. Um, I think you, you've noticed the, the yarnery a little more. The where yarnery. I am a little more, I guess, focused on the... The, butts the, <laughs> the gowns <laughs> oh, the, ga- the formal wear <laughs> the formal wear is what I was trying to look for thank you um, the gownery 
But the... So that sequin one, the, and then, like, the New Year's Eve dress was like, eh. And then at the very end, she's also in formal wear that did not impress me. Yeah, it was very... Well, I You didn't remember, like the formal wear at the end? His tux was fine, but her I thought was, her dress was great. Well, I really liked it. The guy picked it out. <laughs> so, Whoa. So... <laughs> <Shots> fired! <laughs> I mean... And this was, I forget if you said this or, but whoever said it was very astute, like several years ago, um, women in their like formal wear in Hallmark movies frequently wear like something that you would wear to prom. Yeah. It's very Mm -hmm. much like a, a young woman's idea of formal wear, Mm -hmm. a little bridesmaidy. So yeah, she's wearing, it's like empire waist. And it does have, like, a nice, like, embroidered bodice. And but, it had that, like, fake rhinestone yeah. feel up top, which felt very bridesmaid prom. Yeah. I mean, she looked great. She's very <coughs> tall. She looks great in black. She looked great. Tall people look great in black. <laughs> Those are two separate things. <laughs> I, I mean, she's very tall, and she looks good in black. I mean, like the Johnny fact Cash. that he was wearing a tuxedo, though, she is appropriately dressed if she's oh, yeah. wearing like bridesmaidy kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's not like an Oscar formal. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? How did he sneak a tuxedo? Like nobody noticed like she didn't notice him packing a tuxedo? That takes up a lot of space in a suitcase. He did have remember his that. like secret duffel bag? He had a secret duffel bag? Yeah. Oh, when he was like, alright, the plan's yeah. afoot and he like picks up his big duffel bag. Man, so he would have been ironing or that. steaming that tux forever. <laughs> if he would have thrown it in a duffel bag. I'm yeah. he rented it up there. I don't know, because he had Why so many they... other... Because at the beginning, him and Sean? Sean were talking about his whole plan. Mm-hmm. And how he's like, I got the dress and I got this. And I got... So I think it was, yeah, like... I mean, maybe, I know he said he was having flowers delivered, so he could have, like, rented it and had him had, had it, delivered. it delivered. But also, that they spent, like, He's no time dude. together. Like, that's the thing, is, like, I could buy the theory that he went off and got the tux, because they pretty much spent almost no time together yeah. at the chalet. Um, but I don't buy that in this small little mountain town that there is a tux rental. <laughs> Although, maybe the hotel might really have one. I don't know where they are. I don't know. Either. I, that's what I was thinking is that it would be at the hotel, but it is a kind of shitty hotel from the outside. Mm. They have this one library. <laughs> they <laughs> love being in that library. Like, it played a big part in last year's movie. Because there was, like, reconstruction happening on it. Yeah. And then, like, so Ben is has a new snowboard company, and he's trying to meet with an investor, and their meeting is always in the library. Like, yeah. he's always there waiting for him. And then Porter's like, I got to reschedule. And then he proposes in the library, right? Yeah. It's just like... Yeah, it's like I a think, lot of focus around the library. Yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. location they were shooting on, they were like, this is the only room that mm-hmm. has, like, good sight lines and good light. So I... they were always there. Also, as Ben reminded me at the end of the movie, the two of them bonded over mysteries in the first one. They yes. both love to read. Night yeah. Christie. So, so I think it's like their thing. So just to recap where we are in the plot, since this movie was like yeah. 75 to 80% plot, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
we meet all our characters at the beginning. Those are the four situations you just added that Bend is that he started a new snowboarding company. Uh-huh. Um, and then they go to New Year's party. They see Sean. Uh, what's her name? Um, Megan. Megan hasn't seen Sean in a while. They have an awkward interaction. Right. Then they decide that they're going to go to uh, this chalet that they went to the year before. That is sort of a business trip for Ben because he's going to meet with Porter, who is a snowboard manufacturer. Yes, yeah. Porter makes sense. And Ben is a snowboard designer. Mm-hmm. He it's different. Yeah, yeah. Because at he one, used to be the CEO of his own company, and now and he started a new. He company. started a new company, but he's still the CEO and the snowboard designer. Yeah. So on the drive to the chalet, he says. That his company has sunk all of their money into the design of this new snowboard. <laughs> and my question is, haven't we solved the equation of a snowboard? Like, is there, like, what what level of R&D is needed to where, like, the entire company is, like, riding on yeah. the design of a new snowboard? <laughs> like... Um. I mean, they sure made it look like it was high tech by every time we saw it on the <laughs> computer word. screen. It was spinning. Oh man, he it was just spinning. stares at a CAD drawing all day. Yeah, just a snowboard mm-hmm. spinning around, spinning around, just yeah. staring at it, staring yeah. at it. I think mm-hmm. his uh, innovation, if anything, is the material. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think at one time he talks about like the polymers. And the yes. whole thing about his new snowboard is that it's very light. Yeah. So I think it's not necessarily like the Steve Jobs, like, what if it curved, like, two degrees instead of 1.7 degrees? I think it's the... You think it's all materials. I think science. it's materials. <laughs> yeah, materially yeah. connected to... When he also has this helmet that has a hole for a ponytail. <laughs> Huge innovation. Which Drill I the hole in the back. It. Guys, braid your hair if you're going skiing. Just braid it. Just or put it in two braids. Get a hole in Everybody your likes it. <laughs> I mean, if there's a place you want a hole, it's in your helmet. <laughs> I was trying to make it sound like it wasn't safe. I made it sound sexual. <laughs> Man. Guys, how am I coming oh. across on this podcast? Speaking of sexual <laughs> descriptions, though, uh, so what? Yeah. So go, Megan go doesn't want to go to the chalet, and Kara is trying to convince her to go, mm-hmm. and she starts describing the fondue in like the most sexual way. Yeah. She, do you guys remember? I'm like, yeah. she's like, oh, do you remember that? Oh, that creamy. <laughs> mm, can you imagine that cheese on your tongue? Oh, like it was just. Remember so... when we ate it naked? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's how Whoa. she got her to go the time in the last movie. It was oh. this fondue, which was the highlight of their trip from college. And I remember we were like, "What is that?" Trip? What? Yeah. You, the thing you remember from your college trip was like that fondue. <laughs> Which it doesn't a... seem like this rowdy. <laughs> Which, when they I did have it, appeared fondue. to be in the lobby of the hotel. Yeah, it was just like in the hotel bar. Yeah. Know? And so then, but then they conv- she convinces her because it's part of her work to go to the chalet and like take yes. uh, pictures, and that's going to be in the travel. For the new travel section. New travel section. So. So they all end up there. And the minute they get there, 
Ben decides to bring it back to this, like, idea of it's our one-year anniversary of when we were at the chalet. Mm-hmm. So he gives her a pineapple wine charm. <laughs> because that was, the wine charms were such a big deal in the first movie, which was so confusing. But he says, um, a pineapple, the most guarded of the fruit, but the sweetest on the inside. Guys, this is a good coffee. I didn't make it at all. That's terrible. <laughs> so weird. The most guarded of the fruit. It. I would say coconut. Hundred p. Is the most too. guarded. Most guarded of the fruit. Is a coconut. It just. I don't know. Man, what about a tomato? Because nobody thinks it's a fruit. It's Martin. <laughs> Hiding in plain sight. <laughs> yeah, hiding in plain sight. Oh, man. It's living its life a alive. Bowling ball. <laughs> what? Yeah. A coconut. It's like part of the rock. <clears throat> it has those three holes like a bowling ball. <laughs> I've never seen a coconut. Yeah. But hey, Ethan was there. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> At the chalet. No, I'm sorry. You've never seen a coconut? <laughs> I don't think so. Like in its natural form. You've never gone to, like, a music festival and gotten, like, one of those coconut drinks in, like, a no. coconut? You should really in, try like, that. a coconut? No. <laughs> I've never been on a tropical vacation. But you don't even need to. You could go to, like, any festival <laughs> right. in Chicago. I've never been and to a festival. And su- you get, get it in a pineapple, get it in a coconut. We, we get our festivals from Hallmark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's okay. not chocolate or nothing for this girl. <laughs> Um, but you were saying something. I was saying Ethan. Ethan. Oh, Ethan. Ethan. Ethan? Ethan Ethan is the assistant to Megan. Um. And my question is, is Ethan being paid overtime? (laughs) She keeps signing him up for stuff. Because she appears to have forced him. We learned that Ethan has a wife, of which I'm skeptical of. (laughs) Girlfriend. Also. Teach your girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh, Girlfriend. Yeah. John looks at his notes. <laughs> I checked my notes to his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Megan's reasons for wanting to stay are she's she's essentially like using a work trip for personal reasons. Like first she it's cause she wants to hang out with Kara. And then it's cause she wants to keep hanging out with Sean. Sean. So then she calls her boss and is like, well, we think we should, like, take some more photos, like, blah, blah, blah. And then she turns to Ethan after, or, like, later. And it's like, Sindra said we could stay. It's like, does Still he want to stay? Yeah. Sounds I, like you just want to stay. Yeah, that part's weird. It's like, he's not... That she hired him. He's not having a snow fling. Yeah, that, not that we saw on camera. Ooh. Um, no, I don't think he is. Beside. I'm sure he's very... Um, He's also just always just apparently in his room until she's like, all right, we're going to go shooting. And then he like comes down the stairs. Yeah. Poor Ethan. Poor Ethan. He's just always Skyping with that G-Frag. But <laughs> Megan, oh, I totally forgot what to say. It was so important. What is a chalet? Like, what is the definition of a chalet? Um, so I'm just going to try. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I think that it is. What's your um, personal definition? Like a wooded, 
like a log type cabin okay. house located in snow, and it has a big open <laughs> middle with like balconies into the second floor. Okay. Because it like when they first got there, it looked like they were in like a standalone like cabin that was like kind of out in the middle of nowhere a little bit. Yeah. And so I assumed Ethan was staying with them because he's in there. It looks like it's a very big house. But then we like Ethan seems to just too. pop up. I don't know. That's I what I'm saying. Is. Is. I, just, I think he's staying there. He's just Skyping. Maybe that's why they're always going to the library. They're like, God, Ethan's on, you know, Skype again <laughs> with his girlfriend. That's a lovely little Oh, man. I remember, but it's so important. Uh-huh. Megan shouldn't have hired him because she should have hired a real photographer for all these amazing photos of yeah. She oh, was like, yeah. She just turned to him and was like, you might have a photography, right? Great, you're hired. Without even looking at a single photo. Yeah. So, I think Megan's great at her job, and then all of a sudden, whoop, no, you weren't. Yeah. Yeah. And then later, when he's taking photos, then she's sort of micromanaging him. And it's Hard. like, first of all, you're the operations manager. Mm-hmm. You don't have any qualifications. Yeah. Second of all, he apparently, ha- he is a photographer-ish. Mm-hmm. So, it was just, yeah, I was he like. He ended up doing great. He, he did. Great, he did great. But and as he the operations spoke manager, truth to Megan quite often. Yeah, as the operations manager, though, your job is to send the people out there. Like yeah. you're not the one that goes yeah. out. You you man you like figure yeah. out the logistics and yeah. send them out there. Well, that's why she was taking on way too many jobs. Gotcha. Because also she shouldn't have been doing the layout. She, she and, and she makes this kind of cheeky remark about getting paid more. Mm. But like that should have been a real conversation. It's true. Maybe she, it will be. Because she did have a breakthrough on the slopes. In the three goal? <laughs> One <Yes>. winter wedding. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. Oh, that is the obvious thing that's going to happen. We'll see you here in January 2020, Yes, Tom. please call me back. I will watch the original <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> yeah, because so her boss calls while she's snowboarding and is like, I love these I don't even know what she said. She's like, I like these photos. Everything was great. And then she's like, I want you to head up the the travel section mm-hmm. on top of in. And Megan says, no. And okay. she was like, no, I don't have time. I can't do both. And it was like, it was very awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you could tell. So Syndra then was like, she obviously knew that was the correct answer, and she was almost goading her into it. So she's like, oh, so you're only going to do twice as much as everybody else and not three times? Like, I think she wanted her to say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and they, then she uh, was like, yeah, feel free to send me two paychecks. <laughs> yeah. So so that's kind of towards the it end of the great. movie, right? But, like, at the after the first, like, when they get out there and they're, you know, they're having, Ethan's having the conversation and everything about, like, um, you know, they're talking about taking pictures and stuff. At that point, I wrote, these are the most surface-level conversations of all time. And then I wrote, the sarcasm The sarcasm makes me want to vomit, but the dad jokes are really winning me over. <laughs> they, were like, they were so... conflicted. Wow. There were so many, like, lame jokes like oh, that yeah. of, like, oh, so you're only going to take two pay... Or, yeah, yeah. you can send me two paychecks. They're like, the oh, so you're only going to do two jobs. Yeah. yeah. But then at the same time, they had this sarcasm that was, like, almost mean. It was what I would refer to as baby boomer sarcasm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Biting. <laughs> Those vipers. <laughs> I work. Like what? I work out in 
uh, a couple of days a week out in Lake Forest with a whole bunch of baby boomers that they make these sarcastic comments that are like sort of mean. like mean, mean a little bit, talk? not to me, but to yeah. other people. Uh, in just like in general, and that's what I saw in this was like, oh, this is where the the baby boomer got in and edited the script a little bit. <laughs> like what? Like, like you, what's an example? An example would be like, um, you know, just something like, uh, like, uh, oh, um, you know, to Sean, who's a surgeon, like, oh, are there any other doctors around? You know, like, or just like, oh, uh, I gosh, I should have written one down. <sighs> Dang it. The thing about the pager. I don't know any data. Was the pager joke too mean for you? The pager. Oh, that joke. That joke was terrible. That was brutal. Should we reenact it that It felt joke? like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It. You Great. do it. I'll be the phone. Great. Uh, <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> hey, wait. <laughs> she just picks up the phone. No. Do you want me to pick you up? No. <laughs> okay. I'll just be here. Okay. I'm just a prop. So if you're, if you're here... Like, where are... Who's in the infirmary right now? Oh, no one. They they gave me a pager. A pager? Yeah, a pager. Okay, now I pick up Janet. <laughs> bring, bring. Oh, it's for you. The 21st century is calling. Oh, Megan. <laughs> okay, I have one note. What? Slower. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Slower, more <laughs> pauses. And I think I have to both laugh more and hate me more. Because I think... <laughs> yeah. I need, I need everything to happen slower and I need self-loathing from yeah. you. Because it was very <laughs> like... When she's doing her call monologue, she's very like... <laughs> Hello? It's for you. <laughs> it's the, it was just like, she, oh. she really, <laughs> like, milked it while also despising it. Yeah. As it came out of her mouth. That's something I struggled with with this. It was like, how good of actors are, like, is are these people good actors? Like, what would they do if they were given, like, a really good script? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Because, like, because that scene was, like, I don't know if anybody's going to pull no this off. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But, Tom, I don't think you know how good you had it. <laughs> you okay. do not. So they this, were amazing. This was an A+. plus. So, for everyone listening, throughout this show, or throughout this movie, Elena could tell that I was, like, not, that I did not think it was a good movie. And on numerous occasions, both Janet and Elena told me, Tom, you do not know how good you have it right now. And I could not tell if they were serious. Are you enjoying this? Is this good? We're like, this is so good. We're loving this. (laughs) (laughs) But this is so, several times throughout the movie, I was like, Sean needs better. Like, I need him on a network TV show. He's got it. He probably could, yeah. And then there are... He's got it. He's got it. <laughs> Listen, I'm a Hollywood Why agent. you like that cigar, Janet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put you in the biz, kid. The <laughs> name and lights. <laughs> you ever heard of Chicago PD? How about Chicago Fire? Maybe Chicago Med? You're already a surgeon. <laughs> You put people back together. Yeah. <laughs> you put people back together. Perfect. Um, so he, he's got it. Um, and then a lot, it's interesting. So a lot of the people who star in Hallmark movies, first of all, many of them are Canadian. 
I don't know how that plays in, but it's a fact. Hmm. A lot of them, it's like... Cheaper. They have a lot of 90s TV stars Mm -hmm. that have sort of aged out of their ingenue status who Hmm. now do this. So like Candace Cameron Ray, Jodie Sweetin... Lacey Chad Sh- Michael Lacey Chabert, really? Minka yeah. Kelly, Chad Michael Murray, a lot of that. Um, but then, so the queen of Hallmark in my heart is Hillary Burton, um, who was on One Tree Hill oh. and has been in all of my favorite Hallmark movies. And she has this innate quality where she makes Hallmark movies seem really good. Really? Like, she can deliver... Hallmark and Lifetime dialogue and just seem like a completely warm and normal human. And it's amazing. It's like she's just yeah. she's just magic. She's got special magic. I'm just trying to think of who Hillary Burton is because I watched One Tree Hill. The she first was Peyton. Oh, awesome. Okay. Um, awesome. Yeah. 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 She's phenomenal. And so she was on that new Lethal Weapon reboot with the Wayans brother. And when I found that out, I was a little bit sad because I was like, oh, no, if she gets a steady job on TV, she's going to stop making TV Christmas movies. And she makes my favorite ones. But guess what? She did it. She made one for me this year. Nice. I still haven't seen one. My favorite is a Canadian that I can't remember the name of. (laughs) She's in a cat one. Nine (laughs) Lives of Christmas. Jen Lilly. Jen. Really? I think so. Thank you. I like Jen Lilly. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Could you monologue anyway. about her for a while? <laughs> what do you it. love She's about a cat her? one. <laughs> hey, so what was the grapes thing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was the only time in this movie, and maybe in any Hallmark movie, where I was like, are they improvising? <laughs> like, they're just right, like... You two do that. They're too. like, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, please. <laughs> okay, I... For context... I'm holding a plate of fruit, mm-hmm. and Tom is drinking wine. Great. So I'm holding it up. Grapes? Grapes. <laughs> That's it. See? That guy who doesn't have context. I still, but didn't you guys say Tom, you dog? don't know how lucky you had it. This was great. This <laughs> Top notch. The best one we've ever seen. Top notch grapes. <laughs> but here, never seen thing. grapes like that. Sean sold the grapes line. It was very charming. Because she offers him a grape and he kind of like raises wine glass. He's like, grapes. <laughs> and he has like a little twinkle in his eye. I was like, you're magic. <laughs> you got that magic. You got that grapes magic. I want to put you in the pictures. I want you on Empire, yeah. kid. I want you on. <laughs> I love that you're like, you must move to Chicago. It's only Chicago. Only Chicago. You need to be I want you on Shameless. You- grapes was not like a reference to the... To the original. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought I that was the vibe I got surprised. from you guys. It was, it was just like, oh, it's like a grapes thing. Young people <laughs> read our vibe after <laughs> grapes. Yeah. I, I think, think we were just phone. so excited. I had reenact that because I missed the grapes thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was finding out for the first time with my listeners. Well, now you know. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, um, another thing I forgot to mention, too, was on the drive to the chalet... We find out a lot about, like, Ben. Mm-hmm. And he says a lot of questionable lines. One of which is... Oh, wait, no, maybe this was right before when he was on the phone with Sean. He says to Sean, 
I drove 40 miles to get this engagement ring resized in Seattle. In like, Seattle. why would he have to drive 40 miles? He said it was so that she wouldn't find out, which I don't oh. get at all. I'm like, because she what? Casually she goes has to like mm-hmm. spies in all the local jewelry the stores whole thing was that she could like figure out anything. Yeah, like she knows. She knows like, like a the detective books, right? She can just piece things yeah. together. Mm. She can always tell. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't think she was that astute. I wish she had more personality. I don't know, yeah, because Sean kept being like, she's going to find out, she's going to find out. And Ben's like, no, here's all the links I went to to make And she's like, he's like, she's going to find out. She's definitely finding out. Yeah. She did find out. She did. Why she, do you leave the receipt in his pocket? That seems dumb. Yeah, why do you carry that yeah, you around? thrown I, away I have, 40 miles away. I have proposed to somebody before, definitely got the ring well in advance to where the receipt would not have been in my coat pocket, you know? Well done. Well done. You should have a Homer movie. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> you surprised her. Yeah. Um, well I'm ready just to talk about some more Ben magic. Sean magic. <laughs> Sean magic. So, Sean's niece comes to visit him for the day. Slick Nick. Mm-hmm. Slick Nick. And uh, obviously Megan hans- hangs out with him all day so she can just prove how much chemistry she has with his niece. And also prove that she likes children. She likes children. She's fun. Um, <laughs> the niece thinks she has a cool job. And then they're playing trivia. And <laughs> so th- there's a scene of them like answering two questions, which we see. And I think after the, after the first one, they're like, all right, tied for first place. And so that it's like all hanging on the last question and you see them put in the answer, but, and then it cuts to them walking out of the restaurant. <laughs> the niece is holding a trophy and Sean goes, the word dynasty gets thrown around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the word dynasty gets thrown around a lot. It makes no sense. <laughs> Are they gonna have a trivia, a trivia dynasty? Di- That's the first time they've ever played trivia uh, because just Nikki beautiful. has just met Megan for the first time. Yeah. The other thing dynasty is, gets, he's also wearing a like mustard colored, <laughs> like quarter zip sweater. A plus, yeah, A plus. He shot. looks great. So I would argue that this trivia scene is one of the only product placement moments of this movie. Oh, because the the final question. Is very blatantly what was Sean Mendez's hit in this year, and I am convinced by the way that was set up. How many times they said Sean Mendez? How it was like such an obscure reference that that was like that someone from like that music company or something was like put Sean Mendez like mentioned into in this the movie. movie because. And here's the other reason why I think that is because earlier Nikki's like, oh, who's the most famous person you've met to Megan, mm-hmm. and she's like. Oh, but and then they cut and then and then they cut away and then Nikki's like, "Oh my gosh, did she talk to you?" Blah blah, blah. and she won't say the name of yeah. the celebrity. Mm-hmm. She won't say the name of the celebrity. But then they are like Sean Mendes, Sean Mendes, Sean Mendes, stitches, stitches. Like, you know, yeah. I like, mean, I'm gonna look it up. When I we... actually put it in my Amazon basket before we started podcasting. <laughs> I didn't even realize why I did that. <laughs> Just I. Kidding. It would have been great then if that was the song playing at the end when he proposed. That would have been. <laughs> and then Nikki just pops up. is like, that's 
was the first Billboard number one hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if if that was product placement, it is the most subtle I've ever seen. But we're talking about it. Why are yeah. they okay with putting that in there, but they're not okay with showing the logo of the laptop? Did you guys notice that of the tape over all the logos? It's fair, but I'm just saying, if it's product placement, Hallmark's growing up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gotten better. Okay, and they aren't like. Let's have an emotional conversation. Cut to close up of the Jergens bottle while I put lotion <laughs> on lotion and come back to We should go to counseling mother. <laughs> Whatever that yeah. was. I've never felt close to you. Let life. me put my hand. Um, there was also some product placement for Southern Living magazine. That was took, there? Yeah. In an earlier not in this one, but in an earlier one. Oh, okay. So or, if they got I'm sorry, go ahead. If they got Shawn Mendes instead, yeah, it would be. That's probably the only product placement they need. Yeah. There's another great one. Uh, you're going on a trip, and you're going to need to fill your best, so I'm packing your Omega-3s <laughs> from Nature Valley. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good one. Oh, man. Shawn would have sold it. Yeah. He would have found a way. Way to go. Way to go, Shawn. I love him. Okay. I'm ready to talk about <laughs> the. What could you possibly be ready to talk about? There's <clears throat> so ultimately, then, so Ben's worried that he shouldn't propose to Kara because in the book that she wrote, she has the characters break up at the end, and the characters bear a lot of resemblances to them. So he's like. Maybe that means she doesn't want us to get married. And so, and she's been waiting for him to propose because she found the ring. And so there's several times where he th- she thinks he's about to propose, but then w- the first he gives her a wine charm. And the second one, he gives her a helmet prototype. For the both, both times. So the wine charm, he gets down on one knee and gives her a wine charm. And then... They were sitting down. No, he gets down on one knee. I wrote it down. Well, <laughs> yeah. And then... Like the and then with the the helmet he gives like a big speech which I think was arguable because it was like she inspired it, but yeah he had two proposal fake yeah. outs and yeah, so then she's a, like oh I guess he's not going to propose what a gym somehow <laughs> it comes out where he's like he was just really bothered about the ending and she's like oh is that why you didn't and he's like wait you knew I was going to propose and she was like anyway they get in a fight oh yeah and mm-hmm. he's like I didn't propose because I saw that thing in your book and. She was like, those are fictional, whatever. He storms off. Jump to. Do you remember what he says as his final? This weekend was really important to me. Yes! It was so. (laughs) And she goes, this isn't important. This this fight. He was like, this weekend was important to me. I think she was saying it wasn't important. It's not important if the proposal is a surprise. Yes, you're right. And he, she was like, so I, so it's not a surprise. That's fine. And he's like, it's not fine. It was important. This weekend was important to me. And storms it, out. It was funny. And the, it was amazing. Yeah. And then it was funny. you just hear his voice say, I can't believe I got in a fight with Kara about fictional characters. Boom! We're in a sauna <laughs> with <laughs> Ben and Sean. Naked. Sure. Sitting there in towels. It's the most skin I've ever seen in a whole <laughs> I screamed. Oh, we lost it. I think I started blushing. I was not expecting it. I was blown away. So, so many abs. 
And <laughs> so many abs. <laughs> they looked great. Um, and then it's just Ben and Sean having some, like, guy talk about why the proposal didn't go well. Or, like, oh. why the fight didn't. It was just, it was wonderful. I feel like they may have done a sauna scene in the first movie. Am I crazy? I don't know. I don't I remember feel like Based on your guys' reactions. The reaction. screams felt familiar. I think it was partially the fact that they're in a sauna and partially just like the jump from yeah. the fight. Oh yeah. To two bros in a sauna. Talking about the fight in this oh, like very gosh. intimate way. Yeah. yeah. That was so funny to me. Tom, what was your reaction to this moment? Um, I didn't think that much of it until you guys lost it. <laughs> Based on the way that you guys lost it, I thought it was the first time this had ever happened in a Hallmark movie. It's actually movie. the first time I've ever seen a man without a shirt on. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think you know why I was reacting. <laughs> um, I think you just, yeah, you're not as calibrated to Hallmark movies I'm as I am absolutely not. So, like, the... <laughs> a son, two bros in a sauna is not does not happen. You won't day. shout at that in in any movie, but in a Hallmark movie, <laughs> it's breathtaking. <laughs> and just lack of clothing in a Hallmark movie is yeah. They only shocking. kissed once. Whole movie's about love. There's one kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, accurate. <laughs> and and they're about to get. You tell engaged. me you've kissed your fiance, Tom. <laughs> Well, of course not. We're not. We're not married yet. Okay. We don't get married till September. Right. Okay, yeah. Just one kiss so the day you propose, yeah. and then again when you mm-hmm. get married. Just That's how it cheek. worked in uh, all all of all my heart, all of my heart, hmm. and then all of my heart in love. A sequel where they get and then reengaged. All of my heart three lost in New York. <laughs> no, <laughs> there was all of my heart three, but it was. The win- the wedding. Okay. I think it was just called All of My Heart. All of My the Wedding. wedding. <laughs> okay. Man. That's the couple that had the paint fight. They're n- they're married now. <laughs> in real life or no, in the movie? In the movies, because there was a third movie where they got married. Gotcha. That's good to know. It's the, you, that's one of know. the best Hallmark friends. I'm gonna write that down in my notes. Good. All of my heart. <laughs> the yes, no. Um but so the- yeah, the Simon was nuts. That's all. Yeah. yeah, but the the way I know you guys are calibrated into these Hallmark movies more so than I am <laughs> is that you were able to predict the plot consistently and all of the twists throughout the whole movie. There were, like, moments that some of it I kind of suspected, but Janet got the name of the snowboard. Okay, You predicted that... the name of the snowboard. That, that felt good. <laughs> that felt good. I, I would say that that was just an extraordinarily lucky guess. Like, that's nothing to do they with... They were leading you there. They said feather, but then they were like, like no, stronger. it needs to be stronger. And I said wing. Yeah. And okay. then... Lo and behold, 30 minutes later, he was like, it's strong, it's light, takes you where you need to go. part of your body. The wing. Wouldn't it be more... I screamed again. I screamed a lot during this film. (laughs) I'm not a writer, but let me ask a question. (laughs) Wouldn't it have been better writing if the name of the snowboard was the Karen? No. No? Definitely not. (laughs) Strong, supportive. Definitely not because her name was Kara. Oh, Kara. The Kara. It was just Kara. That's number one. Just Kara. Lose the the. Just Kara. I was wondering if it was going to go that way. Or 
diamond connected to the engagement. Um, so I was off. Gotcha. Janet wins. <clears throat> yeah. I win with yeah. the wing. Because there was definitely some stuff that I was like, oh, this is going to happen. But then there were other ones that you guys were both just like immediately like, oh, this is going to happen. Sorry. Although I was wrong about her getting snowed in. That didn't happen. Yeah, the snow snow in didn't happen. Yeah, she chose to stay. So a lot of it is, you know, you win some, you lose some. I wouldn't have been mad if they got snowed in, though. Um... We gotta we gotta transition into Hall of Fame Hall of Shame. We gotta book it. Man, we didn't even talk about Peyton. We didn't talk about Peyton. Peyton, the guy that he's meeting with and the wife and Oh, Park Parker? Parker? Parker Mason? Parker no. Mason. No, it's it's Peyton, right? Pe- no, it's something Wait. else. Uh, Porter. 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 Peyton Porter. is from One Tree Hill. Yeah. Porter. <laughs> Porter yeah. Mason. Oh, yeah. So he, his whole thing, the reason they're, well, one of the reasons they're there is that he's going to meet with Porter Mason, his investor. And then, of course, Kara becomes friends with this mystery woman <laughs> who yeah. she helps get out of her snowboard, Lisa. And they sort of keep spending time together all weekend. And then, lo and behold, Lisa is Porter's wife. Yeah. And Lisa the is... Twist, Everyone saw it coming. Yeah. Yeah. And Lisa is the worst dinner dinner guest of all time. Counterpoint, Lisa is the best dinner guest of all time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she lays uh, it out. Yeah. She had met she... Megan for what I assume was minutes. And then was like, uh, or maybe you're just closing yourself off from your feelings. <laughs> it's like, um, excuse me? I don't even know your last name. Yeah. Like... I mean, We're in the lobby of a chat, chalet, chalet, chalet. I really, I really resonated with that. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely. Yeah. Janet, Janet just rolled her eyes right at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, you would way. <laughs> That's an Elena move. Hey, <laughs> she was the least to help. <laughs> That's her factory default setting. <laughs> Speaking truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was fun, so like. Uh, Kara sort of like taught her how to snowboard, gave her some pointers, let her borrow her helmet and board. And then uh, sort of like in the way of training wheels, like tricks her is like holding her hands and being like, you got it. And then like secretly lets go. Not pushes secretly. I like that Yeah, pushes scene. her down. Yeah. And then Lisa's like, I did it. And then when Kara meets her at the bottom, Lisa goes... Did I just shred? That was so, <laughs> it was great. That was a great. We, we all laughed. At that, that was good. So scene. That was amazing. It was a good Did scene. I shred? That's shred? classic Lisa. But yeah, she joins Megan and Kara for some fondue. Here's them talk about their relationships for ten minutes, and it's like, well, here's what I think. I'm here to drop some truth. I'm here to drop some hard truth. <laughs> yeah, I think so. you've both got some serious issues you've got to work through. <laughs> Yeah, derived, she, Lisa from also this 30 seconds of saw, conversation. Uh, ben and Kara together for about 10 minutes, and then was like, I plan weddings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in like, front of them. Jeez, lady. I will say, I think that that is like an older lady move, though, of like mm-hmm. young couple, like, so when's the wedding? And it's yeah. like... Um, True. Yeah. And what we know that Kara and Megan do not know at the time is that she is a super rich lady. Yeah. Like, so her, she's a new empty nester, which is why she's learning how to snowboard. But she, yeah, her husband is like this 
snowboard mogul. Yeah, he's got money to invest. Mm-hmm. So I totally see it as like a rich lady mm-hmm. attitude. Where she's I, just sort of like, she's been sort of like respected for for a few decades. Hmm. But to be fair, she's aren't no, they all rich? Like they're that's, all rich. they're all rich. Like Ben, Ben is definitely, it's, a, I don't know, because he's, he's a super successful entrepreneur in the first movie. It's mm-hmm. unclear like how much of his wealth he has put Lost. totally into yeah. Charmed, mm-hmm. his new company. But he's a successful dude. Did we mention that his new company is named Charmed after the wine charms? I don't think we did, but that's what it is. And I knew it the second I saw it. (laughs) I was like, Charm. No. Those wine charms. (laughs) So, Sean's a surgeon Mm -hmm. turned infirmary, ski infirmary medic. So he's you mean turned midlife crisis. <laughs> so he's raking in the dough. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's <laughs> so accurate of Sean. It's like this is what a midlife crisis looks like. Right. But he has this <laughs> thing where he's just like, "Well, I was like so busy," and then he's like, "I thought about the like that the last time I'd been really happy, and it was when I was here." And so he like quit his job as a surgeon and goes to work in the infirmary. And then later he's like. Megan, I realized that the reason I was so happy here is because I was spending time with you. I'm like, yeah. Like, right. you didn't put that together before you made an enormous life change. No. And he's, he's like, like the I last time. I Mac in Seattle Hospital. Yeah. The last time I was happy is when I was at that ski chalet. Must just be because I love being at that chalet, yeah. so I'm going to work there now. It's not also, where I was did happy he live? Where does he live? Does he live in, like, I don't know. But I assume if we go to his house, there's, like, a red Ferrari in the driveway. He's got, like, a bunch of sports car, like, leather jackets. I hope so. Dang, Sean. Well, because he's hitting a midlife crisis. That's what midlife Uh, crisis is. But also, so my cousin is a firefighter, and he used to be stationed in Breckenridge. And so during the winters, he would work as, like, an EMT um, at the ski resort, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, sort of like Sean. And so he's like, yeah, like the stuff you see is a ski EMT. And he would do like, um, what's it like snow? What's a snow cat? A tractor. No, like a, not a jet, like a snow ski. Honestly. Oh, a jet ski or a, a snowmobile? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. You'd that do, like, was really fun. A tractor. You'd do like a snowmobile rescue. <laughs> I thought it was a tractor. And he's like, half of the calls are, yeah, like twisted ankles. And the other half are gruesome mm-hmm. accidents. Yeah, mm. like so he's like, Sonny Bono yeah. level accidents. Yeah. Yeah. And so this guy, the whole time Sean was like, no, he's, they're like, you used to put people back. I'm like, he's still my guys. <laughs> there was that moment. Like Scott had to stop doing that job because it was oh. horrific. Ooh. Oh, I don't want to ski. So, Gosh, shut up, Scott. <laughs> I don't want to ski. Here's Steve Scott. There's, there's that that moment in the infirmary where there's like a like a teen who has a bruised elbow. She has a little sling on. Yeah. Whatever. And he goes, "I hope you learned. It's easier to ski down the slopes instead of skiing through the trees." And my first thought was, she just banged up her elbow. She was skiing through trees. <laughs> yeah. How does she still have an elbow? No, that's death. <laughs> that's funny that that's what you got out of that because what I got out of that team was 
Oh, this is literally Sean talks to every human, no matter how well he knows them, in the exact same way. <laughs> Which is like the same demeanor. Charm, charm, charm. He I talks really to his mom. You wanted soul depth conversation from this. <laughs> like, I came to connect. Dang it! I brought a Hallmark card. <laughs> Where is I it? just am like he talks to those two strangers in the same way that he talks to Megan, who I assume he also talks in the same way to like his mom and stuff. Just like. Witty jokes with a little bit of sarcasm and no depth at all to his conversation. Wait, that's why we call him Iron Man. <laughs> Anyways, but he's perfect for this. He's, <laughs> he's perfect for Chicago Med. Perfect for Chicago Med. Oh, man. Um, we got a Hall of Fame and Hall of Shame at. That's You're right. We gotta, I gotta, gotta do this. Start with shame? Yeah. <clears throat> Always. Um, I, I mean, guys, I'm going to burn it, but I'm sure it's all of ours. I don't know, but I'm, <laughs> um, the Hall of Shame moment for me was when, oh, I got two. I'll just say one. You guys don't say it, I'm coming back to this. Okay. But. Deal. Um, when the, when the guy decides. I'm sorry. When <laughs> so excited, I can't talk about it. When oh, what's his name? Perry Mason, Porter Mason, Porter, Porter Mason. Like, oh man! Decides <laughs> that he's going to manufacture the snowboard, the wing. Um, he's and this is shortly after the sauna moment, but. <laughs> the two ladies are there he reaches his hand across to shake Ben's hand and he goes let's spread our wings <laughs> <laughs> just felt so weird <laughs> you really hit that spread spread our wings I loved it I cause you turned around to make eye contact with us like wasn't that ridiculous and I was like <laughs> because you guessed the name of the snowboard. The snowboard. <laughs> the snowboard. <laughs> the snowboard. Potentially I an other title it. for this movie. The it's snowboard. It's a dream come true. Oh, the snowboard. Everybody starts somewhere. <laughs> the most generic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, who's next? Because I'm going to come back to my Um, Tom. I feel like I've got like three. So okay, why don't you go yeah. and see if you All take right. one of mine? Well, see, I have two. Okay. But. It still leaves top of one. So one oh, is, and this is, it's hard because you can't see the examples, but every time somebody in this movie realized <coughs> something, it was so weird. Like, they all yeah. played realization as if they realized who just like killed someone. <laughs> It They're was like, very big. Wait, yeah. because everyone starts somewhere. And then would like run away. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what just happened? So that was bad. But then the main thing that annoyed me is that they were... So it was obviously actually winter when they shot this movie because you could see their breath a lot. And they were outside so often with just coats... But yes. no accessories, no hats, mm-hmm. no gloves. At one point, when they first got there, Ben and Kara were sitting outside on, like, the patio of the chalet. 
drinking wine while it snowed. <laughs> I was like, no. It's very cold. It's, yeah. it's at least 32 degrees or colder. <laughs> you shouldn't be outside with no hat or gloves. And you definitely shouldn't be just like drinking a chilled beverage. I mean, it's chilled now. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't look enjoyable. Go inside. That's mine. Great. Yeah. I'm shocked they weren't book related. <laughs> well, I've, I mean, I've just come to accept it. The, the yeah. Isn't that kind yeah. of all of our, every, oh my, we all noticed <laughs> that at the same time. Every book detail is always wrong. So, so I'm, it's just, I'm just going to let it slide. So one of my hall of shame is, um, Megan and Sean are sitting in the like lounge of the chalet and they're roasting marshmallows or they're supposed to be roasting marshmallows but they are clearly like two feet away like the like there's a good two feet from the end of the marshmallow to where the fireplace starts (laughs) they're just pointing marshmallows just pointing marshmallows (laughs) and then and then they, they cut back and then he's like oh yours isn't even roasted which i was like oh maybe this will be a clever like Maybe one of them will be like, oh, we're not even close to it. We're just like so in love. But then going to a Sean. <laughs> but then Sean pulls his back and it appears to have a very like fine line of like black that looks like a marker had just drawn like black on the edge of the marshmallow. Man, that was Yeah, cool. and then says, I like mine well done. Not like, even close to all well that. That's not well done. Not even close. No. And then. And then. They just eat the marshmallows. Oh, yeah. They're yeah, not there's making no s'mores. No graham crackers? They there's just, no chocolate? That's how I do it. They just roast the marshmallows <laughs> and then stick them in their mouths. Yeah. yeah. Not a s'more fan. That film perfectly chosen. <laughs> right. You were totally fine with everything. Yeah, Pacific Northwest. That's how we do <laughs> it. Screw s'mores. <laughs> and then, but what I really think is probably my whole shame if I had to pick one was uh, when Megan slipped a dick joke in there a very what? subtle dick joke did you I'm guys sorry? hear that no i'm sorry what <laughs> so at one point in time <laughs> it's uh, not elena's helmet hole joke Car- no kara <laughs> goes <laughs> um kara after finding the receipt in the pocket runs up to megan and goes guess what i found in ben's pocket and megan responds i'm afraid to ask which to me is like what? A very subtle, like, innuendo. Hey, you think they found his dick in the pocket? That's like a an innuendo of, like, oh, reaching to... There's, like, a whole South Park episode about this. Oh, you think, like, pants pocket? Yeah. It came off to me... That was a... It was clearly a joke. No way! It was definitely a joke. Oh, like, man. we can rewind it and go back there and watch it again. But it was definitely an attempt... At, like, a very subtle, like, Pixar-level joke where it's like, this is just for the adults in the room. (laughs) Like, nobody's gonna get it. Oh, I'm shocked. Yeah. (laughs) For a movie where people fall in love from hugging. I think I... That one's hard for me to think that they knew what they were doing. Because I think I've gotten more dirty jokes out of Hallmark movies than they intended. (laughs) Jenna, I don't know. Where are you falling on this? I don't know. This is mind blowing, Tom. I don't know because I think if anything, I could, I could, I believe it either way. But Megan is like the ultimate good sport. 
And she sort of yes ands everything you say. So I was like, Megan, guess what I found in the fridge? She'd be like, oh my gosh, tell me. Like, yeah. her reactions to everything are very encouraging and big. <laughs> but so I'm, afraid I'm afraid to, to ask. ask. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, because what else would go, she be afraid of? Did anyone of? leave a dick in his pocket? <laughs> I, I did think that was weird. But I reached into sense. Ben's pocket and I... T- <laughs> it's like in 13 going on 30. <laughs> what? When Jennifer Garner, who is a 13-year-old girl in a 30-year-old mm-hmm. woman's body, tells her best friend Judy Greer that she saw a dude's thingy. <laughs> <laughs> Judy Greer is like, oh no, not his thingy. Oh man, that's a classic. Movie. Classic. Man, can I throw one more in here? You guys can sure, cut it out man. in post if you don't want. To. Yeah, you guys clean this up in post. When Porter sees his wife, a good—that's what I thought yours was going to yeah, be. Yeah, that's what I was hoping when you started to oh, say Porter. I totally <laughs> forgot this moment. When Porter sees his wife a good, like, eight football fields away, at least, <laughs> through the window, and starts waving like she's right outside the window at her. And, like, he hasn't seen her. Like, it was like a kid coming home from school on the first day and being like, Mom! Yeah. Hi! Or a Forrest Gump waving off the boat and then jumping into the water. Yeah. It was that kind of a wave. Yeah. But there's no way she could see him. No. He's in a... Definitely in a not hotel room very far or a he's library, a library very he's far in a hotel away library yeah. <laughs> and she's on top of a hill she's, yeah she's shredding she's yeah. gonna shred yeah um, it was also that whole thing was very funny because it was set up that like after ben made his pitch to porter about the wing then they're they're gonna look out the window and kara was gonna be skiing with lisa or snowboarding with lisa and he would see how great she is on the wing <laughs> but they, like, walk to the window, and Ben is like, see anybody you know? And, yeah, it's, like, two people in full ski gear very <laughs> far away. Like, yeah. it's yeah. hard to pick out people you know. Hundreds yeah. of when feet away. When they're skiing. <laughs> and it's where's Waldo. And he's like, Lisa? Yeah. Is that Lisa in the all black in the helmet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the generic ski yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That was a good one. Great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Hall of Fame, Elena. Okay. You know what? I got a bunch because I loved it. I loved how very pro-female friendship this one was. They were always supporting each other big. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Um, Totally passed the Bechdel. We also have, um, I love the slogan for the Charmed Company. There's room on the mountain for everyone. And trying to make skiing more affordable for people. I thought that was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh. Sorry. Um, and then I also love the moment when Ethan meets Sean. Oh, yeah! And, um, oh, and Sean's like, Sean. yeah, we're in the infirmary. And Ethan goes, and at this point, Sean thinks that maybe Megan and Ethan are an item. Have sh- yeah. And uh, Ethan goes to shake his hand. He's like, well, I hope I don't see much more of you. And <laughs> because he's a doctor. But Sean, who's suspicious, looks at him and goes, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> and it was so funny to me. I thought that moment was actually genuinely funny. It was. It was. Yeah, it, was. it was so funny. Yeah. So there you go. There's three. Boom, boom, boom. Like one of all of yours. Man. <laughs> Sean's a great reactor. Yeah. Give him a show. Give him a show. <laughs> he had lots of silent reactions that I liked. Love yeah. Sean. 
Yeah, he was good. I think he was my Hall of Fame for the first one. I'm pretty Just sure he was. I'm pretty sure that we've seen them in the sauna before. Okay. Or was that my dream? I don't know. <laughs> Um, okay, my Hall of Fame, I'll just go quick because I don't, I just have, um, did I just shred? <laughs> so good. It's just so good. So good. good did I just shred? Great line. Such a mom. I hope we always say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just That's shred? our new outro to the yeah. podcast. Uh, how was this podcast? Did I just shred? Did I just shred? <laughs> <laughs> Very funny, you know. It was like it was. Like we all laughed. Yeah, I was, was like, I was like this is this is a great scene. Yeah, like I loved it's a that great scene. Great moment for a second. Yeah, it was okay. good. <laughs> yeah, very nice little secondary plot. Uh, my Hall of Fame, which uh, Elena already touched on, is Ben makes Ben's whole goal with this company is to make super cheap snowboards so underprivileged kids can afford them. This is a huge problem mm-hmm. in like the winter sports world of yeah. that like only rich people can do these sports mm-hmm. and like hallmark has a character who's trying to make a statement about that and make a difference of like look there's underprivileged kids like like me there's it's one in the room who i always wanted to know how to snowboard <laughs> oh. and, and my parents would always say like they were like it's too expensive to go to go skiing you need yeah you, know, you gotta oh, get a lot yeah and like and i needed ben give you and wings, man. for me i was like man yeah give me those wings exactly give me those wings amazing that... also you lived in kansas yeah so you gotta travel, travel. That's a... hey that's i grew a... yeah. the school i went to was like a wealthy school it's just my family wasn't and so it's like all the kids were like yeah. Going skiing and snowboarding and stuff. And it's like, well, guys, I can't afford the band uniforms. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you turned out great. I won in the end. Yeah, <laughs> you're on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Who's laughing now, suckers? Yeah. He just shredded. Yeah, take that, Nick Cunningham. <laughs> High school oh, bully. Yeah, yeah, I saw that in your eyes. <laughs> wow, definitely He's never real. Hey. <laughs> My you cousin Scott just so. shoveled him off the side of a tree. Oh, so no. <laughs> I hope he, I hope he becomes. I, I hope that Nick Cunningham has become a uh, high up person in a company, and then he makes a comma error and orders a hundred thousand of something instead of ten thousand. Oh of yeah, which happened in that this happened movie. In that movie. That's why yeah. Porter had to reschedule one of their meetings, which is something that would never happen in real life. <laughs> No. It just... Oh, oh, you wouldn't still have a job. <laughs> That's a major problem. That's a lot. Did, um, did we just shred? I think we did. <laughs> think Wait, we do you have more Hall of no. Fames? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> what a fun, fun romp. Yeah. Hallmark, the, the worldwide leader in celebration. Winter. Yeah! <laughs> what? One of the commercials... During the movie, I don't know if it was for the rest, like for the rest of the winter movies, because there were a lot of promos for the other Winterfest movies. But then it was like it closed with Hallmark, the world <laughs> worldwide leader of celebrations. <laughs> that is quite what self declared. Now trope, I know also why vague. all of the companies <laughs> yeah. in your movies have terrible slogans. Because <laughs> you think that's a good slogan. Yours definitely does. 
Why do all snowboarders have a common? They all start as a beginner. I know. They also it's like they all fall. they also go on snow. They all snowboard they, yeah, downhill. It's all on a mountain. I, you're right though that when she realizes that everyone starts somewhere, it doesn't yeah. like she just solved a murder. Yeah. But then also when at one point she's talking to Megan, I think about like the plot of the book, and then Megan's like, because if you close yourself off to risk getting hurt you end up sad it was just like (laughs) so it was just like yo megan get there yeah get there megan real slow yeah more pauses (laughs) more (laughs) self-loathing well it was directed by harold pinter (laughs) how's that joke (laughs) who is harold pinter (laughs) He was a, a playwright who's famous for really long pauses. So, so, okay. a, so a pinter pause is a really long pause. It would be like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I'm not. That was just an example of a pinter pause. Gotcha. Like, see you okay. Pregnant pause. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we just shredded. <laughs> and you learned some stuff. Quite a few things. <laughs> learned about the drawing on the leg. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. all learned a little about the American theater. I'm going to teach someone those things. That's making me think of. Oh, I can't remember what I'm thinking of. So I'm, I'm not going to say it. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, guys. I've been yeah. wanting to be on this podcast for a while. It's great. You yeah. have, and it's been so great to have you. Also, Tom is a comedian here in Chicago. Oh. <laughs> I just made it sound like all you do is listen to podcasts and people <laughs> watching things. I mean, um, depending on the day. Yeah. 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 He's, a, he's a funny guy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, and Janet's Janet. So, <laughs> I'm just a mad robot. Bye. <laughs> Back to Factory Every day, every day should be Christmas.